When you learn how to support and challenge well, then you're a liberating leader. That really liberates people to freeze them to do what they do. They, it's the best coach you've ever had. Think of it that way, like someone who's so for you, and yet they also could challenge you, and you'd do anything for them because you believed in them and they believed in you. Now that rarely happens in most of our culture. Most of our leadership world is actually full of people who bring lots of challenge but don't know how to support. It doesn't make them evil people to call them a dominator or a dominating tendency. It just means they haven't necessarily learned how to support and serve people appropriately. On the other end of the spectrum, you've got people who are full of rah-rah and excitement and they bring lots of service, a lot of servant leadership, a lot of support, but they haven't learned how to challenge very well. So they don't know how to share expectations. And so what happens is it creates kind of a culture of mistrust and entitlement. Now in the same way, take this to your everyday world. Where are you liberating? Are you? Where are you dominating? Where are you protecting? And where are you abdicating? If you need to move from a dominator to a liberator, you need to move from a protector or an abdicator, or you might be in a liberator category and you might be doing things really well. But in the end, our job here is to use the five gears to help you understand how to be in the right gear at the right time so that you can relationally connect with people. Most influence is actually learning how to support appropriately and how to challenge appropriately. If we don't have the EQ or the relational connectivity, then we might over challenge, we might over support. And by doing that, that's when we create a lot of drama. That's not really helpful for your culture. It's not really helpful for your own leadership as well.